Welcome to the Ohana Adventure. I'm Rachel. And I'm Jace. We love sharing our circus-like adventure of parenting. From teaching our teens to own and operate their own businesses. To spending quality family time while navigating social media. To home and world educating our entire clan of six kids. Let's get started. Let's do this. All right, we're back. We are still, if you listened to the last episode, we are still in the Roanoke Airport and we are about to talk to you all about what it's like to take your first child to college. This is a huge step. In the last episode, I felt I shared how I felt really old. You know, as parents, we feel old in these huge milestones. You know, when our child turns double digits and they're 10, and then when they become a teenager, and then when they start driving, and then when they graduate. Oh my goodness, I felt like I went all through that just in the last month. What's interesting is I actually feel it's weird. Being on campus made me feel young because it wasn't like, oh, this is my kid. I'm so old to have a kid here. It was like going through those memories. I of felt when like we I was just college. there. And now I have this cool little friend of mine that's there. And I'm like, wait, wait, do you know why? Why? Because we were only in college for like under a year. <laughs> yeah, we weren't. We, I did one semester <laughs> at university and I graduated myself because I went and spoke to my counselor. And I wanted to do business and psychology. And we came up with some stuff. And she said, well, you'll make about this much a year in eight years. And I said, how much debt would, it, you know, how much would that cost? We went over everything. And I went, you know what? I'm just going to go start doing that now. I'll make less. But I bet I can get there quicker by not getting a degree than getting a degree. And did you do it, Mr. Bennett? Yes, ma'am. I call that a self-starter. Oh, snippity snap. There we go. I'm sure if you've been following along, you and you know that we've been talking about self-starters. And this is our kind of our self-pitch. You know how we get ourselves self-started. Like we talk about, we have our powwows every day. And we, we talk about, okay, what do we need to get done today? All right, how do we boost ourselves? How are we going to start that thing that we need to do? You mean like we just got to this airport, we have 45 minutes before our flight, and instead of turning on Netflix on each of our phones and sitting there relaxing, we, you actually forced me to pull out the podcast gear. You know why? We found a random spot in the airport that we could pull our mask down and podcast because we're away from everybody. Do you know why? Why? Because you let me sleep in. Ah! <laughs> yeah, see? So <laughs> I there we go. love to sleep in and I don't like to feel rushed in the morning. So Mr. Bennett, Wait. who wakes up at 5 or 6 a.m. every single why, day. This is why I get so mad at all the Instagram business idiots. I love them. They are friends of mine, but it's idiotic <laughs> and I hate it at the same time. I know where this is going. When they're all like, if you want to crush, you got to wake up early and go to bed early. And that's the only way to crush. Can I just say no. that gave me like serious mental problems yes. for a decade. I'm serious. It does. Like, it people that whole idea it makes everybody of like, feel bad. how to be the most productive. You need to do da 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 da. I recently went through a lot of therapy because I felt unproductive because my energizer bunny that I sleep with, Mr. Bennett, wakes up at five six a.m. and he goes goes goes. But the moment he hits the bed at like eleven p.m., he is out. I am a night owl. I get like this wind at 9 p.m. And I am like, let's get all the work done. Let's do all this. You know why you get your wind at 9 p.m., right? Because I wake up at 10 a.m.? No, because that's when all the kids are finally asleep. <laughs> it's and you absolutely can think. true. It's absolutely <laughs> true. Because if you are a businesswoman that have kids at home and you need to get business done when they're sleeping, 
and you can get business done when they're awake. It's that's when it happens. Anyway, so after months and months of therapy, I realized it's okay if I sleep until seven, eight, nine, as long as I feel okay about it and I feel productive doing some t- something some other time of the day. That's so. My biggest thing is I say this a lot. You do you, and what I mean by that is I wake up early. Now I might have this like crazy kraken that attaches herself to me in the morning <laughs> when I try to leave the bed and she tries to pull me under. Um, but I do very well waking up early. Rach does really well sleeping in a little bit and then going. And I tried for a decade to get you to wake up early. It didn't work. Finally, mm-hmm. I realized, wait a second, stop trying to, quote, fix her. Let her be her. You do you. I get so much stuff done in the mornings. And then she wakes up and then she crushes it all the day. And then I fall asleep in the most random places. I'm almost narcoleptic because I can fall asleep anywhere. If I have used up my energy for the day, I have fallen asleep with a fork in my mouth about to chew on some Peking duck in China. And I fell asleep in the middle of a sentence. And my business partner was across the table, actually recorded me falling asleep, staring at him. And you know what's what's great about this? Whole, you do you. Clay just text me. Okay, well, I'm depressed. This is all about self starting. Well, and- no, I just left. I left my favorite Bluetooth speaker in her apartment, and she just texted me. The black speaker the, is my- underneath the car. Yeah. <gasps> so Clay just so there's a uh, a trans uh, transition to talking about our child in college. I just left like a two hundred dollars speaker at her apartment that I get to now tell her, congratulations, it's yours. That is very depressing. No, we'll come get, we're going to come back and get it in a month. Okay. No, it's okay. So this is a good transition. We talk a lot about self-starting and we're going to talk about it again. And it doesn't just reference for children or your, your kids in particular. It is also for yourself. And I think realizing what is going to inspire you to be a self-starter. So you do you is one of those tips, but we're going to move on to what it took or how it feels to send a kid off to college. This was such a crazy experience. We cried for like a week. We, but you know what's so interesting is I had so many people tell me, you're going to miss her. You're going to miss her. You're going to miss her. And what's interesting is I totally do miss her. But my goal as a mom is to launch, right? I don't know if you guys have ever seen that failure to launch movie with Matthew McConaughey. Um, I always just like that phrase failure to launch. And I think about it all the time. Like my job as a mom, mom is to launch our children into the world as self-confident, well-rounded, you know, like educated in whatever they want to be educated, but learning enough and a self-starter that they know what they want to do and we help them find the path to get there and to accomplish that. So raising a child in order to go to college or to open a business or to, you know, go and adventure around the world, whatever they would like to do or to become when they grow up, our job is to help them get there. And honestly, like it is sad that we're leaving Clay, but I'm not in tears. I am so excited for her because we've like mommy check, boom, sent a college to kid. I mean, a kid to college. Sent a college to kid. <laughs> sent a college to kid. We took sent that college and sent it right to the over. college. And she wasn't crying when we left. She was super excited. Yep. She's got some great roommates, which I'm going to say that was probably half the battle that I was worried about. Yeah. And she's good. She's golden. So. Take us a little bit back, Jason Bennett. Well, so we had, Rach and I were in the in our hot tub in our backyard sitting there and we're like, what do we do about Clay? Clay earns enough that she wanted to buy a house. This was and six months ago? Six months maybe ago. Maybe even five or four. Yeah. She wants to buy a house and she wants to run her business and do all of her stuff. 
and she wanted to live in the same city we're in and go buy a house. But she was getting stir crazy. Man, the girl was getting in like, she was like bossing the whole house around. She, she didn't she, know where she was going. And with Clay, she's so driven. She loves a goal. She loves a target. And so her target at that point was grow my business and do this and do this and grow my YouTube channels and get my blog written and started. And so Rachel and I are sitting there in the hot tub going, what do we do with her? She's, it's not right. We weren't feeling it was right for her just to move out for moving out's sake. No, but I really, really felt we have taught her what we can. She needs to live on her own because there's so much that you learn when you live with other people, roommates, um, you know, like college dorm roomies, whatever, wherever you go, there's so much that you can learn when you live with perfectly good strangers. Well, and if, if you were a pitcher of water, Rachel and I have poured as much into her, which she's the pitcher of water. We've poured as much water into that pitcher as we can. Anything we were trying to pour in over the last year, it felt like it was just spilling out the top. It wasn't actually going in. And this is probably a part where I think parents have a hard time they want to hold on to their kids for so long. And there are some that will cling back. But Clay was the kind that really was like, this girl is a butterfly and we are holding back her wings yep. and she needs to fly. She needs to go out and find herself, find like that, that dream, that goal, those accomplishments. And mistakes are going to be made. And I am She's so excited for that. She's going to call us crying. I She's just call texted us. her and she was like, thank you so, so much. I love you. Love you. Love you. And I said, I'm so excited for your next adventure. I'm so excited for like the great things you're going to do and all the fails that are going to happen. Yeah, because because that's when you learn the most fail. And guess what? We will still love her just mm -hmm. as much. It might be frustrating, but it's her time. So she's a full pitcher. Now she has to go and pour some of that out so that she can receive more. And so she's got to go to for her. It's university. Our other kids might not be university. It might be cosmetology school. It might be none of the above. They might just want to crush their own YouTube channels or their own social media businesses or their own merch companies. Mm -hmm. Who knows what they're going to do, but they need to crush that their own way. And I am all about becoming educated. I might not fully trust and believe in the, the college system as it stands today, but I do believe in going and, and learning from people that already know. I think specifically for me, I was really excited about this college. Um, we went and we checked it out and... Um, I was really excited before one, a smaller campus. I do believe that sometimes having a little bit more one-on-one -on -one feel with your professor, with your mentor, whatever it is, gives you a better experience. And, Absolutely. And maybe that's like my personal in your experience. Classroom, yeah. You get lost in the fray. In my mind. Now, I know people are going to that and people are doing that. And I fully do believe in that. And with university and becoming a doctor, becoming an engineer, becoming those things, you do have to go through that system. You do have to learn what they have to teach you there. But for business and other things like that, I think it's great to go, but I don't think you have to graduate to learn the skills that you need. And what I loved when we went is um, for her self-starter, we had her write down, what are things that you're interested in? What are things that you really want to do? Why do you want to go to college? So when we talked to her and approached her from the hot tub, we're like, I think she needs to go to a college. But and we then, didn't say that to her. We actually didn't say that. We talked to her and at the same time, she was praying on a decision that she she felt like she needed to make. I feel like there's a next step. What is this? You know, like trying to figure it out. So honestly... We said, what are your thoughts about college? And she broke down and cried. And she said, when you said that, I feel this major, this rush, this feeling, this... W with us, we say it's the Holy Ghost because we're, we're religious people. So we said, that's 
then is that him? Because we don't tell her that's what it is. So do you think that's him confirming to you that this is a good choice? This is a path? She said, absolutely. And she felt good about it. And when, when one has that kind of experience, you need to move towards it. And so we moved fast. In under a month, she researched... Actually, it was probably a month and a half. So the first couple of weeks, she researched and researched all different colleges. We were not open or closed about anything. She would say, what do you think about this school? What do you think about this school? Like one right here in our town, um, one in the state, one in the state next to us. She ended up finding a college all the way across the nation. In like Virginia. In Virginia. We are in the desert near Vegas, you guys. Way far away from Virginia. And she found an excellent college. We looked at all of the the degrees and the things that they specialize in, which was business. And she wanted to learn more about business. They have a great music department, which is commercial music. And she wanted to learn more about that because she Becoming is a wonderful a performer. songwriter and composing her own music. And That's something that she's actually been talking about for years. Years and years and, and years. And so she wrote down all of these dreams. We discussed like things that she really wanted to try and figure out if this is something that could be a profession for her or something that she wanted to pursue. And before we knew it, she was Zooming with the Dean of Admissions going over all the requirements to get in. And now this is a homeschool family. Mm -hmm. No GED, no SAT, no ACT, none of that. Wait, I even made her. I said she was so worried. She was like, do I have to take these tests? Do I have to do that? And I'm like, you you probably do because most colleges make, um, make you turn in an ACT score. And she said, I, she's like, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, you research, you go on the website, you figure it out, you call somebody. So she did. She talked to the Dean of Admissions. She found it. I made her research it herself. I did absolutely nothing. As a parent, all I said to her over and over again, uh, have you looked that up? Did you, did you find something yep. online? And she'd like, oh, fine, mom. And she'd roll her eyes and walk over and get it done. Yep. And she did. She found everything she needed. And they did not require an ACT score. They said, submit some transcripts. And Clay's like, what is that? And I said, it's basically what we've done for your schooling for the last so many years. And she's like, oh, is that why we keep our planners? I'm like, yes, <laughs> child. This is your record of everything you've done. She turned in some work, research papers, um, you know, presentations that she had filmed for our education that we've been doing for homeschool. And then a whole bunch of different YouTube videos of her and different things that she's done that would interest the school. Yes. Yes. So as she wanted to go into commercial music, she turned in a music video that she actually produced herself. So this one, she totally did herself. It, it wasn't, you know, like family based and it wasn't us putting our money and time behind it. It was all herself. And what happened? They accepted her. Boom, baby. And that went for my, that, which is really bad because that only reaffirmed my thoughts of the world has completely changed from what it was a hundred years ago. Even when though you a went lot of things, yes, a hundred years ago <laughs> when I was in college. And that, I mean, this is more of a scriptural thing, but by their fruits, you shall know them. And so these are the fruits. Just turn in your fruits. Don't turn in the rotten fruits, turn in the good fruits that you're proud of. And they will take you on merit. And they did. Then we flew out there. We met with them. We met the deans of the psychology school and the business school and then the two different deans over music. And then she did a little performance for one of them. And then he said, can you send me a couple other videos? She did. And then she got a music scholarship. Mm -hmm. 
And honestly, and we like, didn't even know it until she got whether it. Whether we're talking to parents or college kids out there, whoever is listening, I just want to share visiting schools are very important. Doing the research about everything that you want to learn and want to be and want to get out of um, formal education, it is super important to visit this school. I had my doubts. I was worried like maybe the professors are not going to understand what we do or maybe the professors are going to teach her one way or the other and and they're going to teach them lots of good things and maybe some things that may not be applicable. But visiting the school gave me a good like good feeling of the campus. I really understood. And she felt, more importantly, she felt this was yep. the next step she needed to make. She's owning it. Now the first... Oh, let's get into now, the bad. we went home. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We went home. We're going to give you a quick little... She graduated. We gave her graduation. We said all the goodbyes. We cried and we bawled our eyes out. We gave big hugs. And then Jay drove 30 hours, two and a half days across the country with Clay in the car. And we just dropped her off. So we moved her into an apartment. No one was there. It was dirty, you guys. Oh my gosh. I was, as a mom, I'm like, ah, let me clean this before we all get in here. It was yeah, dirty. They had lots of stuff open, like half eaten pies in the fridge. They had, it and was they were gone. I mean, like everywhere. this was since, since Christmas, but well, our flight is actually boarding right now. Let's, let's hop back on and like once we land in the next place and finish this, because this isn't something we can zoom over in two minutes. You're absolutely right. Pause. 